0: Your headless corpse in the bay, catching up with Mike and Joe, guess it's time we start
1: the show. Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay uh-huh. Area. That's exactly where Joe. you live. Uh-huh. <laughs> Joe, is in LA. We've been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do,
2: Mike Lawson. Yes. We do. Every single week without we fail, we never miss a week. How are you? Just the awesome? two of us. Just the up. two of us. Catching up. <laughs> if,
1: if you're, you're listening guys. live, Mixler's being kind of a bitch right now. Yeah. Uh, but we record every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific at Mixler.com slash Afterthought Media, which is M-I-X-L-R.com slash Afterthought Media. We're doing it live right now. And we'll stick around afterward for some breakfast, after breakfast tea. Oh, yeah. Fun. I got some breakfast. tea. Do you really? Serve. Well, um, let me so Let me just jump into it. I mean, I have a friend staying with me, and it's going great. Oh,
2: that's (laughs) right. It's
1: going great. But stick around for some after-breakfast tea. I might have some. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows what it is? (laughs) Who knows? Who knows
2: what it is? Now, Mike Lawson, I saw that you did shave your mustache.
1: Yeah. It was kind of gross. The Um, mustache or shaving it off? I don't know why I do this thing where, like, I'll do that or I'll shave my head. So I'm like, I don't know. And wait, I hate it. It almost immediately after. Wait, um, I'm
2: still confused. Are you mad that you shaved the mustache? Because I'm not no, gonna lie, you I'm looked kind of like you looked like that gay science teacher that everyone had in the 80s. Like, yeah, sort of yeah.
1: And I even have these wireframe glasses that I started wearing, mm-hmm. and um, I would button the top button of my button-up shirt mm-hmm. just to kind of complete the look. Actually, I don't know why for me, it
2: wasn't uh, it wasn't a gay science teacher? It was a gay music teacher named Mr. Peterson that I had and uh you know it's so funny because he did die of aids and uh, but they were all like Yeah, Ooh. hilarious yeah he had can- <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Fuck? um but uh, but they said he had cancer you know cuz oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. in the 80s he, he got um the luther vandross version of cancer yeah uh-huh. <laughs> didn't he did he no 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 his was like pneumonia or something wasn't it they he didn't die of aids but it was didn't he have aids I don't know. You
2: know who would know this is um, Sirius XM radio host Luther Vandross. I'm not (laughs) (laughs) –
1: Larry Flick. Same thing. Too fat You know who might have an opinion is our friend Taylor the Latte Boy. I wish we could call him right now. You know, Mike Lawson,
2: I have a – it's gotten so bad. I have a special phone. You know, like on Batman had
1: that red phone? Oh, the one that um, Taylor Latte Boy tries hard not to answer?
2: <laughs> yeah, the one he tries to put on silent, and then I have someone go in there and, and sneak in. Hold on. Let, let's see if we can get him on the phone. Here we go. beep pop beep pop beep beep. Let me hold on for a second. The <laughs> sound effects have gotten better. Yeah. Cool. Or if he's going to answer the phone. hello, hello. The <laughs> answer was rain. Uh, hi, Taylor the Latte Boy. How are you? Shut up.
1: <laughs> hey, everyone. This is Taylor the Latte Boy from the award winning podcast Pod is My Co pilot and RuPaul's Drag Race. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Taylor just com.
2: Taylor, win- Taylor just wins. What happened?
3: I'm award nominated. I- We've never actually won. Well, podcast. I
2: have very special news for you,
3: Taylor. <laughs>
1: Lifestyles of the rich and famous? It sure is not, Mike Lawson. It's the
2: Batansis! <laughs> Where we give podcast awards and excellence to excellent podcasts. Today's <laughs> nominees are It's All About Me. Oh, ouch. Go Big or Go Home. <laughs> The, the Princess Show, the one who left. How much do we love? And, Hot is My Co-Pilot. Now, Mike Lawson. Yeah. I have the I have right here. <laughs> I have I, uh, the envelope, envelope. Right here. Okay. Right okay. here. I got this envelope today. I don't know if you can see this, Mike Lawson. Just the other day, I got this envelope. It has the winner. Let's hear it of the podcast award. Are you ready for me to open the envelope? <laughs> Taylor,
1: you take this one.
2: <laughs> well, Taylor's a nominee. He can't decide. We're, I we're can't decide we're busy. No, we're,
1: just open it. We're presenting
2: <laughs> the award. Okay, Mike Lawson. I am ready to open up the the envelope for the nominees. Oops! I almost spilled
1: my coffee there. Here we go. <clears throat> I know it's a joke, so it doesn't really make me angry anymore, Joey. Just open it.
2: (laughs) Mike Lawson, the winner of the (laughs) Excellence in Podcast Award is... Pod is my co-pilot, and here to accept... Taylor the Latte Boy! Oh, Taylor the Latte Boy, congratulations on winning the Excellence in Podcasting Award that you and your show so richly... For the Batansis, you have the Batansi Award and Excellence in Podcasting. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. It's an honor just to be nominated.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so as I was saying, welcome, Taylor. <laughs> thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, that's a Batangent. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, right? Okay, and so and hi, Taylor. Is, wait, thank wait, wait, you for joining what's us. What's funny
2: is you're going to hear about a Batantrum today. So we're all yeah. working in all the Batants... <laughs> Uh, Punch. yes still. if
3: ever there was Anybody who can feel my pain it would be Mike Lawson with the <laughs> tangents would... of The tantrums and and Trying to keep k- trying to keep that card On the road
2: well you know yeah. what's so funny I was gonna say Earlier I was thinking this is like it's like being Of if a, if a, if a polyamorous relationship being with my Two sister wives <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Aren't you guys both my sister wives How do yeah. you see me Taylor how do... I know How Mike sees me as the annoying Asshole he has to do a show with every week but how do you See me Taylor Oh, no, that tracks <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, what's going on with you, Mike Lawson? oh well, no, 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 no a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I forgot what we're doing. I
1: have yeah, a here. friend staying with me. Oh, that's right. Um, and I mean, it. To be honest, like, oh, she's an. I mean, I'm annoyed uh, to to the nth degree, mm-hmm. but. of it is like shit that anyone would have been causing if they were staying in my space and I just have control issues. And why are you putting your bag there? That's not where bags go like stuff like that. And it's not her. It's just me and my inability to kind of share. Um, So I'm fine. (laughs) I'm really stressed out to be honest. She leaves tomorrow. So I have one more night and she's gone all day. But um, I wanted to tell you, about one
2: breaking news woman's body found floating in lake Merritt. more to come details 11
1: <laughs> I wanted to tell you though I had this weird kind of sitch happen a uh, friend of mine um, sort of like right after Steve and I broke up we hooked up once
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we so this is I mean this is a complicated backstory and he's kind of like a Not a main character, and I don't think I've ever really brought him up. But Mm -hmm. when I first moved to the Bay Area, we went on a date, we met on like an app. Mm -hmm. We can, we didn't really connect that way.
2: Is the app called Murder, but it's M U R D R.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? I missed the joke. (laughs) That's fine. I'll, I'll hear it in when I replay (laughs) the show. Um, if I replay having
2: an audience, great. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so um uh we went on a date we connected but but not like in that sort of way uh-huh. so we never went on another date but we connected on Facebook also like he's really involved in like Bay Area theater so like I saw him in a couple shows he was actually he was a dancer this is a drag race thing and you you both y'all are drag race people mm-hmm. um sure. there was a uh sister act reenactment with, like, Willem and um, Latrice Royale that I mm-hmm. went to see that he was in. Oh, he was in it. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, I've seen him around. We've messaged here and there. Um, and then, like, right after Steve and I broke up, um, I actually saw him in a BART station kind of, like, in passing, and we started texting. He texted me. We started texting kind of, like, whatever, and we hooked up once. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of awkward and weird, but whatever. We hooked up once, okay? Um, Joey, cut to this week. Mm -hmm. Remember, we're friends on Facebook. Yeah. Cut to this week. Uh, Wedding photos? (laughs) Wait, you just broke up with Steve like a year ago, right? Yeah, he got married. I think he might have... I suspect he was in a relationship when we hooked up. And I'm curious. I mean, I guess... I guess he's not obligated to tell me because we were just hooking up, right? Are you obligated to tell someone you're in a relationship if you're just hooking up with them once? Well, it depends
3: on. It depends on if they have. Maybe they have open. Maybe they yeah, have. Yeah. Oh, that's
2: true. Good to, good yeah, hundred percent.
1: <clears throat> I, I actually, I he's a stand-up guy, and I don't think that there was anything super shady with him, like cheating or anything. And if there was, I don't know. That's his karma, not mine. But. Do you th- like I don't know I just feel like it's news that I should have known mm-hmm. but then I'm also like when I start logically thinking about it about it I guess it's not that big of a deal. Well all right can I ask you a question why do you think you should have known that? Well I feel like I, because he told me like oh he got a new car <laughs> why didn't why didn't he tell me <laughs> he's in, about to commit his life to a man do you know what I mean like because in our conversations we've talked about other things like I don't know his job and his coworkers and I don't know. It just well, seems okay. like it was intentionally left out. That's why. Okay. So if so there's that feeling of of just not
3: having all of the information to make an informed decision yeah. as to yeah. whether or not Okay, now ha- let me ask you a question. Had he said to you wouldn't change a thing, no. Okay, like I'm in a relationship, but <laughs> no, that's not a bad, I'm in a relationship, but we're open and I really want to touch you where you pee. Is would you still be down for that yeah. or you, it
1: wouldn't okay. have changed anything. Okay. So I guess it doesn't make a difference then when you put it that way. But it, it feels weird to not know. And, like, do I con- say congratulations in the Facebook comments on this? Like, Yeah. <laughs> or do I not? ignore it? Both of those things feel weird.
3: <laughs> so it's been, it's been a year, though, so, uh, approximately a year since you guys hooked up.
1: Yeah, about a yeah, year. Right?
3: I think I think it's, you know. Hey, and you hooked up once. Yeah, just one time and will never again. <laughs> now, here's my question. Oh, really? Well, that answers mine because my question <laughs> was how was it? But I guess we know the
1: poor guy that he's married to. It was a lot like eating pomegranate. It's just a lot of work for a little bit of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You
2: should submit that line to uh, that, Breeder's it, Digest. Breeder's Digest? Is that for straight people? <laughs> no, uh, no, to Tales of the City. That seems like a line they'd say in there. Totally. Like What <laughs> just happened there? It was gross. <laughs> uh, no, like Olympia Dukakis would say that line. What's that character's name? Magical. Animagical. Yeah. Magical Weinstein. Okay, here we go. Uh, are, is that all, Mike Lawson? Uh, yeah, that's literally all. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Do you think he listens to this show? <laughs> no, and you know what? I don't care if he does. I oh wow!
2: <laughs> I want,
1: I've never heard of. Have we heard of this guy before? Cuz I feel like we've never heard of him. No, I don't think so. But like, it's like not as anything substantial. Do you know what I mean?
2: I don't think Can I just feel like is it hell hath no fury like a serial killer scorned kind of thing I
1: don't understand what you're getting at
2: but like in other words I've never heard about him but now you like you're like oh he sucked and it's almost no, like when no. like you know when after a girl breaks up with a guy he's like oh he had a
1: small dick anyway kind of thing oh no 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 <clears throat> I think you haven't heard about him because there was nothing to say oh uh, wow, <laughs> wow. I, I mean just literally that's not mm-hmm. shade that's just the literal truth that mm-hmm. came and went Hmm. Interesting. Ha. Well, Mike Lawson, as you and
2: Taylor the Latte Boy, as Patreon subscribers know, I had quite the eventful <laughs> week. And one of the reasons I asked mental health professional Taylor the Latte Boy to be – I actually asked him here for two reasons
1: to be on the oh, show. Oh, you brought him here for his professional advice, so this is like <laughs> – He's legally kind of, like, bound yeah. to, Everyone's oh, on a le-
2: Yeah, Taylor... The hell I am, not Taylor is <laughs> legally bound now. Anything he says can and will be used against him in the therapy court of law. Anyway, okay. um, I think if he were legally bound, bound, he would have done a Baker Act on
1: me already. But anyway... Uh, these are just friend opinions, and These are just friend opinions. Okay.
2: Yeah. But uh, also, well, I had him for two reasons. <laughs> One. Go ahead, Taylor.
3: Yes? No, I, did you guys hear the last thing I said? No, what? I just said I'm stating for the record I am not licensed in the state of California so okay. anything I say here is just friendly advice. Oh totally. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So anyway, so I'm going to tell the story in two parts and I'm having Taylor on for two reasons. One, as a mental health professional friend who's going to give friendly advice, but two, as I just never want to talk about this ever again. In the history of Afterthought Media, and so I want to since, since catching up is about my life, let's just do it here. It's going to be in two parts. Part one is going to be the actual show. I think I've kind of gotten both your opinion, both yours, both use opinions on this, <laughs> and so. Uh, but I want to get it on the record. All right. So on Monday, I have a show called The Rumor Mill, and we were recording it live. And it now it's usually with three other people: Jamila Zara, uh, Evan Ayers, and Jorge Munoz.
1: Okay. And if I could chime in, I, it's kind of like a like a morning radio show that you would get on like a kind of a drive on a local station. You guys have really good kind of chemistry and energy, mm-hmm. and it's typically very light hearted and it's it's enjoyable. Yeah. typically. All right. Well, usually, <laughs> yeah. yeah, usually. <laughs> well, this week Jamila
2: was not there, and it was just myself, Evan, and Jorge. Okay.
1: Do you think that has anything to do with
2: this? I kind Is of do, because I feel early? she I feel she would have, even if not in in a classical sense, diffused the situation. Just the fact that we weren't talking about her for two minutes would have brought it back to herself, which would have ended the situation. Does that make okay. sense?
1: Yeah.
3: So when all else fails, blame the black person for the problem. Exactly. Okay.
2: That, that's <laughs> my mantra. That's a, my mantra. Yeah. <laughs> it's the American way. It's called Why It Has to Be Black. Uh, <laughs> the Joe Batanz method for blaming black people. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, So, we're on the show, and I have I think a little bit of backstory. Now, by the way, everyone should know, this is not Joe defending himself, because the end, spoiler alert, is Joe has seen the error of his ways. Okay? Cool. Spoiler alert. But just a little backstory is, for a couple of weeks, two or three weeks leading up to this, and I kind of brought it up in the air, sometimes brought it up in the air, maybe just kind of glossed over it, but I was kind of annoyed, because Evan and George, who are together in the same room when they record on video... We're doing this thing where they would, like, they would be sitting next to each other, and Taylor can see me on camera, but he would be, like, they would be, like, if imagine someone was sitting right next to me going, like... And they, they, they would put the microphone on mute, and then show each other the stuff, and they like, ha, 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 and giggle as they were showing each other their phones, and on mute, while, like, maybe Jamila or I were talking. And I thought that was really fucking annoying and schoolgirlish, and sometimes I'd call them out in a jokey way, but it was really annoying me. Well, now Jameel is not there, and I felt that they were doing it a lot on the show. At one point, even, uh, you know, there's a break that we have to take, and so when the break happens, it's a longer pause than you hear in real life. It's about five to ten seconds, but I'm writing down the timestamp, so when I go back later for the software, I can put in the timestamp. And during that silence, George started snickering. He was was doing that thing where he, like, it's almost like you're trying to hold back a sneeze, where he's like, you know? And I was like, "What's so fucking funny?" And he was like, "The silent." And he was just really cunty. And it was just a really—it was awful. I was just, and it just—I felt like. And as a person who works in education, when you're the teacher and there's that those mean girls in the class, I know friend of the show Shane listens, and he and I were just talking about these two mean, mean, mean girls we had who were kind of like that, and maybe it brought memories back of those two girls. But is that's what it just felt like? And I was already kind of annoyed. Uh, I was really kind of angry about that. And, as, and as everyone knows I lost it on them. Um, why did I get mad at them? Oh, because they were doing like inside jokes or something like that during a news story. I'm like, no one gets what you're talking about during the story. Explain to everybody what you're talking about. I got, I scolded them on the air. Okay. Then George does a story. Okay. About uh, a guy who was reverse catfished. Okay. Where. Uh, a guy sent him pictures and when the guy sent when they showed up to meet the guy who showed up was not the guy in the pictures he was actually hotter in real life and so they called it a reverse catfish and then george throws to me and he says joe as someone who's done the opposite uh, what is your opinion and i just was so angry i was so 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 angry and so i held it in and it was tense though you can i'm sure you guys both listen well taylor have you listened to it yes okay but mike you could hear it though but um yeah. uh it was tense the rest of the episode
1: and i think that these two sort of like things independently maybe could have been small fires that got put out kind of yeah yes you know slower yeah. or like at a better pace and then because they just were like back to back like that i feel like you not that you were overreacting but yeah. like you started hot. Yeah, and yeah, so,
2: you're right. Yes, you Taylor. And
3: I would, I would almost say that the smaller fires with the snickering and the inside jokes were small fires that Joe was trying to defuse, but that they weren't necessarily direct. And I'm going to use a word attacks at Joe, yeah. like that. So, that, so that was almost the equivalent of in Joe's mind, Jorge walking over with a bottle of gasoline and just pour, it, like standing in front of Joe while he's trying to put out the fires yeah. and just pouring it on the fire, right? Yeah. right, right.
2: So uh, I scolded them on the rumor mill for the snickering, but then and then afterwards, when we was, it was supposed to be a Patreon episode, we. What's funny, you, one would almost think I didn't. I made it up because we had no Patreon content. But I just what was supposed to be a thirty second, just telling George that wasn't cool, what he did to me, turned into a thirty five minute laying into George about what a fucking asshole he was to me on the show, to the point where I haven't listened. Like it's so cringy to me, I haven't yeah. listened. Right. And I don't think Taylor's heard that because he only subscribes at $1 a month. And um, <laughs> well, also, <laughs> it's also because I don't want to put it in the private feed. We have a private feed, everybody. Right. So right. I don't want to, I, I don't, I, I have it still, but I don't know. It's, it's very gross to me. So anyway, then and then afterwards, and we'll get to part two in a bit, and that's not important, but I'll say this to talk about the actual events. Is there was a lot of Joe trying to. Because the next day I felt really gross, and this is the part two of the story. But I was trying to negotiate how I felt about this, and I was trying to like play, like, well, it was wrong to do it here, and wrong and right to do it here, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But I came to this conclusion yesterday in thinking bad things about somebody else, okay, for uh, getting angry with somebody uh, because the person had violated some sort of rule that they had and i was just going oh what a fucking asshole that person is yada 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 and then i thought to myself like wait a minute that was you
0: and wait what was... yeah yeah you yeah yeah. yeah. It's
1: too many like pronouns somebody yeah, yeah. got mad at somebody you, I was, which one I was, of I was them a, are I, you okay i was a person driving no no i, I was thinking about two other people okay
2: Wait, called ooh. betty and joe my parents okay let's okay. just use names yeah yeah <laughs> betty and joe my parents only protective of your parents i don't know everybody. i don't know uh betty and joe my parents and they were mad i can't even remember who oh they were just talking shit on somebody and they were mad at them and they were gonna tell them off you know yeah. and that i know that story but it's not worth getting into yeah and um i was like gosh you know just like Drop it, yeah. Drop it, blah, 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 and it. Well, you don't have to yell at them in public. Just like,
1: but blah, 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 I was like, <gasps> yep, 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 yep. And I was like Giving I, advice is a lot easier than taking it. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And <laughs> I realized that's on like, Taylor's business card. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. You
3: know how many times I say things to clients that I'm just like, you hypocritical bitch. I will yeah. say in my head as I'm
2: telling them, you know. Well just eat less and exercise you'll be healthy. Yeah, I know. I know. Exactly it's exactly what it was. And so I'm here to say like I was 100% in the wrong. Not to be in the in the feelings that I had but to do
1: yes. that on the air. I'm so glad you're saying that cuz that that I'm I'm with you. Like I feel like the kind of emotions you were expressing were totally in the right place. I felt though that it felt a little bit attacky when somebody's I guess boss is kind of like calling them out how like how could he humbly kind of like say yes I kind of accept what you're saying and I will do my best to change and and not feel a bit like just really ashamed to kind of do it in front of people and I think he did a pretty great job of kind of accepting what you were saying and you know kind of honestly saying I'll try to do better Mm -hmm. and that's hard to do when you know He he, with his age, he could have gotten into this moment where he was just too proud to kind of like admit fault. Mm -hmm. So I think you're really lucky it kind of resolved the way it did, and I'm glad that you're kind of in the place that you're in.
2: Yeah, you know, it's one of these things where, uh, you know, I have spoken to George since. We had a private phone conversation. I was actually surprised that he didn't lay (laughs) in.
1: And I'm about to play it now. (laughs) (laughs) Here it is. Here's a clip from that conversation.
2: No, uh, he, uh, he was actually much more... I, because I, I, you know, I, I admitted I was wrong. I was it was it was one of those conversations meant to be like I did wrong, and here's what you know, and you know, blah 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 blah. blah. But he never did. He was just very like, oh, you know, um, he just really apologized for his own actions and never took it. It, it was never one of those I was wrong, but. It was yeah. just he apologized for his actions. He talked about he took my apology for how I approached it on the phone call. He talked about how he's used to it because his dad and his boss do the same thing to him. So I think that there's something he's attracting that and he acknowledged <laughs> that he's like I seem to attract that in people. And um but I was 100 percent wrong. I shouldn't have done that. But one thing I and this will become up more in this in part two of the story is and and maybe we maybe I'm guilty of this as well, but this um Inability for us to see, uh, to to allow of evolution or mistakes on other people's parts, you know, uh, you know, you know that whole uh, glass uh, green what, glass houses or something like that. Yeah, that's right.
3: People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Yeah,
2: and I think we all are born in glass. We all live in glass houses, you know, mm-hmm. and so, and that's part two of the story. But I'm an evolving human being, and it takes a while. Once once everything settles down. It's easier for me to look at my feelings once my defense mechanisms are down, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's easier to look at that. And, and by the way, before I throw it to you two to, to analyze me and, and read me for filth, uh, I will say this, when it's practiced correctly, is what The Course in Miracles is all about. It's not about magic or manifestation.
1: It's about... You're so long, girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And, that, and this... How, how old is George? 27? This is so, what
1: the um the Course of Miracles is all about, girlfriend. you th- were so long, okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I feel like twenty seven I mean, like maybe he made kind of an immature mistake on air, but I feel like his recovery was a very mature recovery. So, yeah, sounds like a good kind of place to be and to move forward from,
3: and it sounds like mm-hmm. what you did was you shifted from a place where you know when you're the way you described the story was he said this to you you were feeling a certain way about it and then you immediately when you did the after show, pretty much read him down rather than talking about how you were hurt. And mm-hmm. when I talk mm-hmm. with clients, sometimes I talk about I statements versus you statements. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you know where if you're saying you know you did this and you 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 know you're an yeah. asshole and yeah. da da da, yeah. da da. He has no choice at that point to really kind of go on the defense almost immediately. Whereas if you come to a place you know my feelings were hurt. I don't like this, this is upsetting to me, that kind of thing, it allows him to kind of see where you are, and it also takes away his ability to argue that point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because he can't argue what you're feeling. Right. But I, but I'm, I'm but really, I could easily argue if you're saying, like, your intentions were this, and I could say, no, yeah. they weren't, you know?
2: Well, you know, my what I'm curious about, though, is my reaction. We uh, Mike and I have, Mike, did you know Mark Salata? No, I knew Gary. Okay, so Gary's brother that we knew, Mark Salata, he had this thing, he still has this thing, I imagine he's still alive, where like you literally, not even in a funny or any person, it was like a weird thing he had, where if you just touched the back of his head, even if you're being friendly and it had never happened before, whatever, if you touched the back of the head, there was something in him where he would freak the fuck out and like punch you. And he he felt, and then immediately after would be like, oh my God, you know? Mm Mm-hmm and i and I think that was essentially my emotional version of that, you know, where it's like my first reaction once that spot is touched is to just punch you in the fucking face and then afterwards to go like, "Oh my god, what what just happened there <laughs> um and, and Taylor, I don't know as a mental health professional, is there a term for that? Is there like uh what what am I Touch. talking about here? Well, you're talking about <clears throat>
3: I mean, what you're talking about—the statement that was made, the catfish statement—was definitely a triggering statement. It sort of triggered an emotion out of you. But you're also talking about transference. You and I have talked privately about you having, you know, had experiences in your life in which you have been had people say similar things to you, jokingly or otherwise. So it brought up a lot of those emotions. And when you were yelling at at Jorge about this. You weren't so much yelling at Jorge, you were yelling at all of these other people that have said shitty things to you in yes. the
2: past. Oh, is that what transference is?
3: That's, well, c- kind of, yeah. I mean, in transference is really sort of more in counseling. If I remind the client of somebody, like, say I take on, like, you know, and I had this happen with, I've had this happen with Guys who I look like a um, like a family member, Mm -hmm. they will talk to me like they used to talk to that family member. And that's transference. Counter transference is when the clinician does that to the client. Like, so, for example, I had a client that I worked with in hospice care that reminded me she looked she was the spitting image of my grandmother. Who mm-hmm. I had lost a couple of years before. So this lady got like extra got extra visits for me, and I would stay longer with her, and we would laugh and we would have all that because part of that was me on some level processing my emotional stuff with her huh. as well. It's not necessarily super ethical, but she got, you know she loved the visits. so that was right. how I justified it in my head. But it, it can also be between people where we transfer certain feelings or emotions about some people onto other people, good or bad.
2: Which is funny because you think it's kind of what we talked about. What George and I talked about, and I wonder if it, can can it go both ways. And what I mean yeah. is that like I was doing transference, but he was also doing the transference, and that like he said, that's what his dad did to him growing up. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, well, that's and- what I was gonna say. <clears throat> he did
3: transference back to you because when you were when you were yelling at him, and I haven't because I am only a one dollar subscriber for patreon um i haven't heard the whole thing but chances are he was probably responding to you in some way that is similar to the way he would do it when his dad and his boss right. would yell at him
1: and we create these like unhealthy ways to respond and then like they just become the way we respond to all the way. i get that right yeah. the going back to like this back of the head touching thing though like you do kind of have a responsibility to recognize that you react weirdly when people touch the back of your head and figure out how you should not punch people out when they touch you in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I get that it's a trigger, whatever. But, like, now that you know it's a trigger, like, we shouldn't be seeing you freaking out when people touch that spot in the exact same way. Like, there should be a lesson learned from all this, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: when yeah, we know yo- better, we do better.
2: Yeah, and that's exactly what I have to try. It, it, that, and that's what I've been trying to say, and I think that's what part two is going to be about. Is I'm constantly learning. You know, to quote RuPaul, and I, I, I do think as much as a cra- Look, I think Marianne Williamson is a crazy person, and I think RuPaul is a crazy person, right? But they're actually mm-hmm. both very gifted at articulating whether you agree with them or not. Points that are made by these new agey type. Uh, philosophies and one of the things i've heard rupaul say i've never heard anyone else say is about how every day we're born with a tail and we're trying to cut that tail off all day but the next day it just comes back you know and that's what it is i'm constantly learning how to cut that tail off that i'm born with every day and it's a learning process
1: girlfriend you were so
0: old
2: and um <laughs> so anyway that's that's that on that uh do you guys have anything else to say on uh my freak out public now I, will, I promise everyone part two is a much funnier now that we've got this out of way out of the way which is essentially a backstory part two is a lot funnier more interesting and uh adventure
1: filled uh part but anything else you guys have to say do you promise I um promise. i have nothing else to say about this exactly ttlb you were t- you were talking about the say who uh, you were
3: talking about the Marianne Williamson and the the RuPaul tale and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, I have because I have the stereotypical counselor office. I have a piece of art that I bought um, a couple of years ago in New Orleans when I was there for a wedding. Mm-hmm. That is, um, we it's a quote from Dr. Seuss, and it says, "Be who you are and say who you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind." Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like. So often when people say or do things to us, we have to recognize how important is who they are and what they're saying and how we can take that constructively versus somebody that's just saying it just to be um, mean or say it to that. that, Everything we say to people is either constructive or destructive. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like what Jorge said to you in your mind was destructive and you chose to be destructive back. Yeah. initially you mm-hmm. chose to be destructive back but then eventually you got to a place of where you were able to be constructive and i'm just as guilty of this as anybody no look, I, go I, ahead i told i had an incident happen last night where i might have been triggered myself and yelled at a bunch of my friends so <laughs> well,
2: will but, we be hearing this in the next episode of uh, pod is my co-pilot available? i will be sharing it on the next episode of pod is my co-pilot and when can we expect to hear that taylor uh, that'll probably be Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, uh, which yeah, which will be like the middle end of July, 2019. All right. Episode yeah. number what? That way people can people in the future, if they hear, do you know the episode number? Uh, it'll be 503. 503. three, five Oh three. You'll hear Taylor talk about his freak out session. Now, uh, that, you know, it's so funny Taylor. just, to, just to, remember I said Marianne Williamson's a crazy person and RuPaul is a crazy person, but they give good advice. This is Dr. Mm-hmm. Seuss, what a horrible human being he was with <laughs> this. Do you know about this, about his wife with the cancer and he left her? Well, I, yeah, but I tend to not focus on the Dr. Seuss part. I tend to focus on the words. That... Exactly. It's the same thing here. So even yeah. though Marion Williamson is a cuckoo bird, she doesn't give good advice. Stay in your lane, Marianne. Girlfriend, you were so long. All right. That can only mean <laughs> one thing. Yeah. Oh, from, from the, the news. To the sea, to all the sea. of California. This is the Catching Up News Report. Mike Lawson, how dare you uh, interrupt my live read? I do there. Joey, and you're we, not going to
1: believe this. Yeah. The Berkeley City Council voted on Tuesday to amend its municipal code to exercise – oh, to excise, sorry, mm-hmm. gender-specific terms in favor of gender-neutral ones, meaning that, among other things, a manhole will soon be known as a maintenance hole. Mm-hmm. Joey, I want yeah. your opinion on maintenance holes. <laughs> and I want to I don't know. I, part of me is like, this is ridiculous. But then another part of me is like, who is it hurting? Like, let's turn every hole into a maintenance hole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's also Mike Lawson immediately after breaking up with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are other terms. Craftsmen will now be craftspeople, um, or artisans in all city material. Fighter fighters, uh, will be used instead of firemen. And we will be using the word "repairers" instead of "repair men."
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, There's a full list of terms. There's actually quite a few of them, but um, I don't know. What's your opinion on this? Too much? Not enough? I don't know. All right. Does it matter?
2: Let's. You know, Taylor (laughs) is a guest here in the show. Why don't we let Taylor weigh in first? Um, I. It sounds like a little
3: much too much i mean i i i i i get you know fire if if you are someone who identifies female you can be a firewoman or a police woman or a repair woman it doesn't have to be always but certain things certain things ultimately it is a a manhole is meant to fit someone the size of a man man not necessarily meaning a male but man as in actual human, human you know so I think that I, I, there's part of me that I get the need to be aware of certain vernacular and certain sayings. You know, we have uh, it's fu- it's funny we're talking about this because I was just this weekend looking for a pin um, for my name badge at work that says uh, what my preferred pronouns are. We have a mm-hmm. couple of people at work that we just hired that are uh, identify as non-binary mm-hmm. and we're trying to do things. The leadership is trying to do things to support them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can appreciate that on some level, but I also kind of think it's, uh, it's always been called a manhole. Let's, you know, yeah, Let's, let's let, we, we don't have to completely reinvent the entire vocabulary. Let's, let's work towards finding other things, you know, maintenance hole, I guess makes sense. Some other things, it just
1: doesn't. But like maybe the argument, and I'm I'm not convinced that this is true, but I'm not convinced that it's not. Maybe the argument is like, if we can start to unravel and stop using kind of these gendered terms, gender could kind of become less painful for some people to kind of figure out. And, you know, I don't know, there's a lot of weird preference put on the male gender and, you know, maybe the history of kind of, I don't, the patriarchy and all that, you know what I mean? Like maybe kind of cutting up some language, like this isn't hurting anybody by calling it a maintenance hole. Let's, you know, start somewhere and just do something and put something well, positive into. Well, and that's why I think, people.
3: Yeah. But I think one, I think calling it a maintenance hole is, I, I don't necessarily have an issue with ultimately it's <laughs> not my town. I don't right. call it whatever they want, Yeah, you know, I, I guess the the need to announce it is sort of like, why not just start referring to them as maintenance holes? And then over time, because what you're going to get, yeah, is people yeah. who, if you're going to have where it's called a maintenance hole, and you've got people that say manhole and beings, they go, ah, 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 maintenance hole. All that's going to do is that's going to build up resentment versus if they just sort of hear it naturally over time, yeah. then it becomes where it becomes the norm and it's yeah. not as, it's, it's, you're not going to have the potential blowback from
1: it. That's and- fair. I think maybe, I mean, we're doing a catching up story on it. So it sounds like a bigger deal, maybe, than it is because. Uh, Basically, what they're doing is they're voting. The city council is voting on this ordinance, so then this becomes the preferred language. So it's not like they're ripping everything up that has the word manhole on it. They're just changing their kind of like style guide so that in city code, it now becomes maintenance hole instead of manhole. It becomes the way that, you know, a a, a style guide kind of tells you, you know, do we capitalize this word or whatever, and this is just kind of preferred language. I don't know manpower will now be human effort by the way
0: <laughs>
1: all
2: right by the way not let me wait in my opinion
1: i forgot you were here yeah <laughs> a, i prefer it that way
2: i don't give a shit what you fucking call anything i'll go with it right here's why yeah you want to change taylor's favorite uh, comic book character to wonder they do it i don't give a shit i'll go with it right yeah here's the thing though <clears throat> i'll call it uh uh, what is it again a trans hall? What is it called? Person hole?
1: M- maintenance hall, a oh, maintenance, maintenance hall, maintenance hole.
2: I'll call. I'll go with that. I'll say the the they and the z and the and the whatever you want to do. I go because I recognize that everything changes. Nothing stays the same. Okay.
0: However, I would use the word evolves.
2: Even <laughs> okay, evolve. I'll say okay. I'll even sure. go with evolve. Sure, I'm not opposed to it. Right. Here's the deal though. What I would love to tell this generation coming up, okay, is be prepared because everything is cyclical. So in 30 years, when the children you raise decide to destroy the constructs that you've created, don't be surprised when they're like, No, it's called manhole. <laughs> right? No, it's Wonder Woman. No, you're a woman. It's she. It's and 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 because every generation that arises wants to destroy the constructs that come, came before it. So it may not be this specifically, but what I'm yeah. saying is the generation coming up wants to destroy the constructs that have been created before it, not even necessarily by Generation X, but by the baby boomers and people came before it. And it's one of these things that they have to be prepared in 30 years when the very, in other words, I don't, if this
1: person you, still is How would you like them to respond when that happens? And maybe just do that instead of like I got advice no, for you, no, young no, people. No, no, no! I
2: just told you I'm doing that. I just told you I'm doing that. I accept it. I'm going yeah. with it.
1: But I'm saying, like, maybe just stop there. And like, no, no, because be a well, good example. I want to
2: talk about people like RuPaul and <laughs> um and other people who they will know who we're talking about. Who are uh, you know, oh, I was just oh, this is actually a personal a catching up story. I went to a swanky Hollywood party last Sunday after catching up. Okay. A stupid pizza party, but you know, the people who are there. (laughs) I know, but the pizza parties are swanky. I just have to say it. And so it was this, it was a couple that had never been there, a gay couple. Okay. They're writers and directors. Okay. And we're all talking about Trump this and Trump that and fuck him, blah, blah, blah. And they were all in agreement, by the way. They're of a certain age, I'll say. Okay. And the whole gender stuff came up. And they went off just expect the way you expect RuPaul or other people to go off and they were like, oh, cause yeah. I was talking about that scene. Were you the one Mike who told me about that scene in Tales from the City with the no. Whoa, somebody was talking about this recently about this um this black guy goes with his older boyfriend to a, a dinner party with these older gay men and the person starts making fun of tranny starts dropping the tranny Uh, words or they uh, all do they all do and the uh black guy said that's offensive and they basically read him about how you can't fucking tell us we watched our friends die yada 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 like i guess this argument goes on the show and this guy these people were giving that very same argument and i was there and i just sort of kept my mouth shut because i didn't care that much but what i'm saying is in and and you know 30 40 years ago these guys were the front line they were the the you know the What's the what's the militant gay group not queer, up? Uh, what is it called Act again? up, act, act up. up. You know they were in the front lines of Act Up. They were the ones mm-hmm. walking down Castro, and now they they are the people that they fought against. And I'm just saying, like, I think to I think to stay relevant, the way you don't get old, quote unquote, old, is you do roll with it. You do go like, okay, that's what you want to be mm-hmm. called. I recognize I'm a part of a bigger society, and things evolve, and I'm going to go with it, and I'm willing to do that happily. Right? I understand how the, where they're coming from. But I just hope they take, it. they keep in mind that in thirty, forty years, the constructs they're setting up now will be torn down by the generation
1: behind them. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Hey Joey, um, the other day. <laughs> yeah. This is a hard left turn. Wait, we, we have news still. You have news story, don't you? Well, mine is a more lighthearted one. Um, I have a personal story, kind of, but I sent you a birthday pre or not a birthday present. Oh. I sent you a. Um, well, just a get like a gift. Yeah, after this hard week. And yeah. it, Boston, people, it caused
2: like... the biggest drama in this house because the package <laughs> came to
1: Joe Batanz. Joey, right? I'm so sorry, but also it caused drama in my house, too. <gasps> Go on. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I got an email that told me my package was delivered and I didn't realize it was to you. Mm-hmm. So I searched everywhere in front of the house for a fucking package. searched the back door, (laughs) interrogated everyone who fucking lives here, including two twins that don't speak English. It was like a complicated situation where I was like really stressed out. And then I didn't even like know what the package was. So when I finally got to work, I was like, was it something expensive? Like I'm really nervous about it. And I look it up and it's your fucking bath bombs that I got you delivered to LA. Yeah. While I was looking all over my house. So they did did your dad think they were for him well so it happened
2: to be that my dad and i were conveniently carrying out this heavy like furniture piece to the truck and my dad was taking it to like the goodwill right okay so i'm helping him load it onto the truck and this delivery guy walks right up to me and my dad and goes joe batance and i go we go yes you know to both of us yeah and um he goes, well, I have this package for Joe Batantz. And I said, oh, well, that must be for you because my Amazon package has come to Joseph Batance, right? Oh. And my dad Sorry. goes, oh, Okay. And he takes it and he goes, I didn't order any bath bombs. Who's bath bombs? Why do I have bath bombs? Who, what, what is a bath bomb? What is this? I don't understand what's going on. I'm just so confused. I didn't order this. Betty, did you order bath bombs? No, I didn't order bath bombs. Why would you say it? Well, did somebody order bath bombs? And they couldn't have And I don't know who would send it to me. Maybe somebody, do you have a boyfriend? Is someone sending you bath bombs, Betty? But then if they did, why would they send it to you? Why would they send it, would to they yeah. it to me? Why would they
1: address it to Joe? And the
2: whole thing, I go, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Guys, calm down. Maybe someone sent it to me, so I text. I go. It's so funny how good my guessing was. I go. There's only two people who I could think of who would a have my address and b no no uh, send something like this. So I texted you and I texted Sweet Michael. Sweet Michael okay. was no. Sweet Michael said no. I sent you real bombs. And then, <laughs> and then Mike Lawson was like yes. And so the mystery was solved.
1: Okay. But there was a very I thoughtful receipt
2: gift gift. in there. There was like a no. There was no receipt. No. No. We looked. The, the, no. Not even a note.
1: What the fuck? I wrote a note. I, like, wrote even something nice on it. No, no note at all. Nothing. Oh, Just well, I can't pack. quote you what I said on air, because then people think we like each other, but I said something <laughs> really nice. Oh. Yeah, no, uh, no. That, we looked.
2: that was the we're first really thing we out? looked for. That was the first thing we looked for. No, we both had it. We, we were looking inside the envelope right there. In, yeah, no, no, no. I don't, Amazon fucked up. They didn't put the uh, note in there. So I have a similar
3: story to that that happened to me this week. What happened? Really? Oh, yeah. Well, because I... Two weeks, two or three weeks ago, I went to my endo and he's putting me on a Who's new my type endo? of. Why endo?
2: Who's my endo? Is that you're your cubing my endocrinologist, oh, my, oh, okay. my, 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 my
3: BD's doctor. And he's I know putting me talking about. Yeah, thank you. I knew I knew at least one of the two of you would know what I'm <laughs> talking about. And he's putting me on a new injectable and there was all sorts of problems with my insurance company where. They didn't want to they didn't want to authorize it because it's too much like an oral pill that I take. So I just kind of forgot about it. But then I got a thing a couple of days ago saying that it was being the order was being processed and it had been delivered. So a couple of days go by. I happen to check. I can check on my phone. It says it was delivered to the house. Oh. So it was delivered to the house the day before. We've been having a real bad issue in neighborhood with porch pirates. So um I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Front office, front front step plunderers. can't, yeah. can't say 45. <laughs> 40 so, um, so I'm on the phone with the insurance company for like 45 minutes, and we that was during Prime Day, so we had gotten a bunch of Amazon boxes. So I knew it was where it had been delivered to the Scam. wrong house, or it hadn't been there. You know, <laughs> and it's one of these where I'm like, and I'm texting my husband, and he's not responding, and I'm on the phone, and they're like, "Well, is it possible to be?" I'm like, "No," and I even had like a guy doing yard work, so he was there all day, and I, I'm like, sc- not screaming, but I'm very. Because as Mike knows, insulin is very yeah. expensive. Yeah, yeah and, it's, yeah. and it's one of like the it's one of the newer ones too. It's one of the once a week ones. So they're like, Well, okay, I we'll we'll send you out another shipment and all that kind of stuff. We'll just assume that it was it was lost or destroyed or whatever. So I hang up the phone and my husband calls me back. He goes, Are you still on the phone with the pharmacy? And I'm like, no. And he's like, Yeah, your shipment came. I put it in the refrigerator for you so that you wouldn't have to worry about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was nice of him. <laughs>
3: right. So I'm like, so I said, they're sending another box. What do I do? He goes, we just don't tell anybody right uh, now that you have two boxes. So. You just lucked out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fine, I guess, but. I'm glad you got thing. it. Yeah. They, Ozempic. Are you familiar with that at all? No. Is it, it's a smart insulin. So you do it once a week. Do it once a week. Yeah. Huh? But I also take Genta Duetto and apparently there's very similar. So they want me to, they're not sure if I should stop taking the Genta Duetto but if I stop taking wetter, then I need to be prescribed metformin, and if I'm prescribed metformin, then that's a problem when I have my CAT scans, because like apparently you can't take metformin if you have CAT scans done every couple of months because of the cancer thing, and it's a oh, it's a thing. Oh
1: shit! So, so, so it's pill time shits. with Mike and Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey Joe, are you still here? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, uh... Um, I was using so those
2: bath bombs. I needed them right then.
1: <laughs> have you used any, any of them yet?
2: No, but you know, I've been doing I've been taking um I've been going in the spa every night, and so I was thinking maybe I'll use them in the spa, which I I've researched oh, and I think it is. They're safe in the spa. Yeah, they're safe in the spa. What um, are they? Uh, I could go get them next time you guys talk about different pills. I don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you guys the um first of all, you Joe Joe mentioned this. Like the the type of gift, it's like something you wouldn't buy for yourself right so i like that exactly yeah and also joey i hate i'm sharing this and i probably shouldn't with you uh listening but it's they were really cheap it was like eight bucks Mm -hmm. and amazon direct and it was like a six pack it was like yeah no it's great a decent little package i feel like i'm going to use this again for someone you know for friends stressing out an eight dollar gift um, they are rich in essential oil, shea butter, coconut oil, grapeseed oil, fizzy spa to moisturize dry skin. Perfect gift idea for women. <laughs> <laughs> or fat Mexicans. <laughs> um, it doesn't say what flavor they are. Flavor S- scent. Oh, oh, oh there's them. one that's a lemon.
2: Love. They have cupid. weird names like New Age and like Dawn of Justice. And you're like, what is are these superhero <laughs> titles or so anyway, smash um, the patriarchy. <laughs> Z <Z-Z. laughs> So Mike Lawson, uh, what's going on with you? What's, what's, by the way, Taylor, do you have any stories that you didn't share on uh, Pod is My Copay that you want to share with us? I have a news story. Oh, wow. Wait, hold on for a second. We can we can do that because Taylor, you, you 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 came here and you did this thing for us. And so we can make one specifically for you. And here we go. From Florida, the nation's panhandle, it's Tate of the Latte Boy with News from Florida.
3: A St. Petersburg woman is accused of tampering with ice cream at an Indian Shores restaurant, including spitting into containers and urinating on an ice cream maker. Mm-hmm. Young Soon Whipcha was charged by Indian Shores police with criminal mischief and violating the state's tampering act. The incidents occurred between June 17th and June 22nd at Lulu's Ice Cream on Gulf Boulevard, according to an affidavit obtained Tuesday by Spectrum Bay News 9. Whipcha is reportedly the owner of the food mart business next door to the ice cream parlor. According to police, surveillance video caught Whipcha picking her nose and then sticking her fingers in the ice cream, which happened on June 17th. On June 22nd, she urinated into an ice cream bucket used to churn homemade ice cream. Another video has her spitting into a product.
1: What is the reason this is mental illness, right? uh it's co-owner
3: of the stores that he couldn't believe what we saw. You would never think anything like it would go on anyway, so it's kind of blindsided us uh, th- they don't really say why she did this but I mean, there's maybe no she good thought, reason I maybe they
2: talked that she worked at Baskin Robbins. <laughs>
3: So, but I don't know if there is arguments between the two, the two storefronts or what it is, but she's, the problem is that this was published. They talked about these incidents happening between June 17th and June 22nd. This article was published on June 9th, July 9th. Oh, like after. Yeah, like a couple weeks after, they said that they managed to get everything and th- from the surveillance video and clean it. But I guess they figured they wanted to wait on the story until they figured all any of the local visitors to the beaches were oh, gone at that point. Oh, uh, weird. Hey,
2: yeah, I want to tell you something, Mike Lawson. I am so jealous of this tale of the Latte Boy because I struggled to find any news stories. So thank you, Taylor, for doing the news story that I couldn't find. Because I'm like, there's nothing going on. But I feel like in Florida, you just go, what's going on today? Oh yeah, yeah. It's nuts here.
3: It's it's real. It really is. My husband gets so mad when people post articles about Flor You know, well, thanks again, Florida, kind of thing. And he's yeah. just like, not everybody in Florida is like that. You know, yeah. Meanwhile, he's got. Meanwhile, he has a wall of Nintendo Wimby Bows and Funkos behind us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh. Let me, Seriously, I didn't want. I'm, I, now that Taylor's here, I don't feel bad saying it because now he can answer for himself. Remember Lawson? I said, oh, there's this Taylor the Latte joke I want to make, but I'm not going to
1: make it uh yeah last yeah. week yeah, yeah, yeah this is what it is
2: so i've been following this taylor on social media right <laughs> and he's like oh we're hard at work and 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 anyway he he built he and his husband Babalu built like these crystal palaces for all their little disney tchotchkes that they
1: get not our his okay yeah i saw the tower yeah, yeah, the yeah. glass yeah, towers yeah, yeah. exactly yeah
2: so then i'm talking to this taylor and i go and oh, what's going on like I'm getting ready. We come like, why are you buying desks and you're doing all this drama? And there's like a lot of, they've been doing a lot of stuff in their house, which is great. You should always improve your house. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he's like, yeah, well, we're we're desperately getting ready because my sister is coming to town with her family. When is that happening, by the way? I a week, right?
3: Uh, Yeah, a week from Tuesday.
2: Yeah. (sighs) And he goes, we're getting, I'm like, wait, what? So, Lawson, get this. One of their priorities for his sister coming over was they had to put up these crystal display cases of all, like, their Disney dolls. Yeah.
1: It's very I get evil that, though. It's very evil John. They're, they're trying to clean up a little bit. Yeah, like, no, we're They're having to... them in piles. Let's put them in display cases so that we look like adults. Yes. <laughs> adults, with, <laughs> adults with Disney figurines. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah. It's not like they're next to the bed and we're playing with them, you know, before bedtime. Yeah. During, no. that's the reason you have them is you collect them and—
3: yeah, and that room has been a catch-all for years where we don't spend any time back there and I want for, I want for the house to look as nice as possible mm-hmm. and these are things that he has talked about wanting forever these glass cases so I figured well then let's let's do that so that we cuz they're all kind of sitting on these weird like shelves that are on brackets on the wall and I said well let's take down the shelving and we'll do these nice things that you want to do and it almost killed the two of us, but we, we got yeah. through them and it looks, it does look really nice. I'm really, I like, I'm really can
2: pleased. Can you imagine with if you go to your sister's house and she's like, Mike, I cleaned the place up for you. And there were these crystal
1: palaces of like, <laughs> Joe, little, little my dolls. sister is listening. And can I tell you, her place is wall to wall tchotchke. Oh, like, really? She doesn't collect like toys necessarily, but like she has a lot of like Virgin Mary stuff, a lot of Dia de los Muertos, like mm-hmm. dolls with like blood coming out of their eyes she Mm -hmm. has a few of those Mm -hmm. she has a a a weird aesthetic so you're not you're not uh swaying me too much
2: you know i'll be honest with you i think it is i just learned this term and i realized i'm a member of it i know taylor's a member of it too xennial do you know what xennial
1: is lawson i'm guessing your age
2: yes (laughs) an xennial is someone who's generation x but technically they grew up yeah well the tail end and they and they they grew up with in a childhood without the internet, but a, a very, very young adulthood with yeah. the internet. So, like, okay. that's my
1: sister. My sister was born in '77, so yeah. right about there.
2: In my, and yeah, in college, uh, my class, my freshman class was the first class to ever have uh, email.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay,
2: so I was there at the birth of the internet becoming a thing. So, yeah, we like, were juniors yeah. when we
3: all got email. So, yeah, yeah so that's, I got okay,
1: exennial.
2: Is what is mm-hmm. determined. I think x annuals are like that. I mean, look at the Stranger Things, you
1: know, producers. Those guys—they're yeah. like our age. I got to download porn in high school. It just was like real. Like oh, I would sometimes yeah. start an image, leave, yeah. and then come back to get the end of the image. But do yeah. you
2: remember when you used to download music illegally? Remember when that was like that was a whole wild yeah. west. When you would just like, download all the music you wanted. But, but you, what people don't know is the trade-off was the internet connection was so slow. To do one song, you'd have to hit one. First of all, pray that it didn't stop or quit in the middle of it. Yeah. Right? Or someone
1: pick up the phone. Or
2: someone pick <laughs> up the phone. And then also, you could literally, I wouldn't say, it would take about, what, 20 minutes to do one song? It depends. It depends on the, on the
3: song. We're seeding it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was lots of nights that once I got the high speed internet in my apartment, I would pick a bunch of albums or songs that I wanted and then go to bed and wake up in the morning. And like 60% of them would have been, would have been downloaded.
1: Yeah. And I would also like, Oh, I would like these 10 albums, but then start downloads. And then whatever didn't complete, I would just not have, like, yeah. just forget about. It's <laughs> <That's> weird. <laughs> We're <laughs> old people. people music. Um, okay. What were we talking about? Where are we? Oh, oh licking people at the uh, ice cream pot. She also, I'm reading the story, got in trouble or part of this whole drama. She would use the bathroom with the door open. Do you know? Did you see that part of the yes, story? Yes, I did see that. I so did see weird. That I don't. Okay, I just well, am really perplexed by this.
2: But I know a lot of people, and I don't know what what Taylor and and his husband are like. And this is actually one of the most frightening things keeping me from being in a real relationship. I'm not. I'm not even being funny. It sounds like a joke. Is a lot of the couples I know, they will like fucking shit in front of each other while the other one's brushing his or her teeth. No.
1: Oh, Oh, thank you. Thank you. And like, no. No. I don't think people really do
3: that. (gasps) No, no, no. no. My my, my co hosts do. (gasps) Tank and Taffy. No. She'll come and talk to Tank while he's sitting on the toilet. I'm like, no. no. She's always like, well, it's not like it's a glass toilet. I'm like, it doesn't matter. That's just no. I mean, she can't smell, but the idea of that, like, My husband will poop with the bathroom door. The door hasn't even opened yet, and I'm screaming spray from anywhere in the house. Like he's got to – like I can't imagine trying to have a conversation, let alone trying to clean my teeth.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes.
3: I wouldn't even go in there 20 minutes after you're done. Oh, there are times that I don't. There are times that I'm like, if you have to let me know before you have to go in in case I have to pee because I will go in and I will pee first before. Because
2: also there's also like – and it's hard to explain. but We all poop, so everyone knows this. Beyond the smell, I know Taffy can't smell because of a medical condition that happened to her during her pregnancy. Sound. But it's um, not only yeah, sound, but also sound, there's yeah. a weird, how do I explain it, like heat? Yes. There's like a heat. There's a, there's yes. A, there's like a heat that you feel, like a warm yes. heat. There are times
3: that Babalu will leave the bathroom and I walk into the bathroom after him. And first of all, it's like hits me in the face. But also it'll be when I'm like, why is it five degrees warmer in this little tiny room than it, than it
1: is the rest of the house? yeah it's exactly. weird but like for some reason i can urinate in front of uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Easy. that's easy easy yeah 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 in fact john paul
2: gets disturbed because when we go to the and now this is probably where i'm the one in the wrong here
1: you talk yeah don't i've you stopped don't i've
2: stopped i've stopped but when we if we, if we if we but i could tell he's very upset like if we only if we're in the urine in the bathroom by ourselves right now oh, see people in i
1: almost feel the opposite like if it's just the two of us in there, okay. But when there's other people, then I get, like, socially awkward. That's what I'm and talking I about. feel like I have to bring them in.
2: Oh, 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 no, no, no.
1: <laughs>
3: okay, so I have a question. Okay, no. so there have been times yeah. in which you're in a public bathroom in a stall and you're pooping. Mm-hmm. And you hear somebody else come in. Mm-hmm. Do you immediately stop pooping? Yeah. Am I the only well, one no, who does that? I will sit there and wait for them to
1: leave before because I don't want sounds and noises and smells. Depends on the sitch. Like, if it's a 12-person bathroom and or a busy bathroom, no. But if it's, like, a two-person stall and it's, like, down the hall from the office, yes. Okay. Or there are times that if I am finishing up going to
3: the bathroom and somebody, wa- if I'm finishing peeing and walking and somebody walks in and they go in and they locked in the stall, I have to get out of there as fast as possible. Cause I don't want to hear the noises and the sounds yes. yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah. Like I have to wash my hands and like, I like where I go running out of there. I, I oh, no, Yeah. For sure. Here's this the is, deal. this is, this could be an entire episode. Of yeah. Talk yeah. About because like I'm, I'm not it's... even
2: joking. I might need to t- m- tailor my mental health professional here for this. I'm going to make a <laughs> revelation that I've never told on the air before. I have a thing where I can't poop in any sort of public restroom. I can only really poop at home. Yeah. And in college, it was so bad, especially the all of freshman year. I went.
1: You home. didn't poop one. No,
2: no. <laughs> you're right. I took my midterms in the hospital because of sepsis. No, guys, you're right. I didn't. I would go home every weekend because I couldn't
1: poop at the dorms, and I would hold oh it my in the whole week. Oh wait! Wow. Wait, that was the wrong. And he went to school on the other coast. <laughs> yeah,
2: I went to school in Boston. So uh, yeah, so I just so when you're asking about public, I don't even really kind of know what you're talking about.
3: Oh yeah, no. I, unfortunately, I you know, last year the reason that all of my health issues started was because I had to have my gallbladder out. So pooping at home is not necessarily yeah. While it would be nice to go, there are times that I'm sitting at work and I'm like, oh, no, you have to
1: go right now. Yeah, I don't have options.
3: Yeah, no, no options. Well, there is an option. I could shit myself. but That's not that 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 makes for interesting stories in the break room later for everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hey, Joe, are you doing a news story then? What's
2: going on? No, because also the shows we're at an hour now and I still have to do part oh. two of that story.
1: Oh, tell me. Tell me.
2: Okay, so you everyone knows the backstory, right? So on uh so on rumor mill there's two parts. There's the rumor mill that gets released on iTunes and Patreon, Sans commercials, but then there was also for Patreon members a Patreon exclusive bonus segment. Like and as I told you, I used that entire segment to just yell at George, okay? And I wasn't going to release it. Afterwards, I did feel, even though I I hadn't placed my emotions yet, I felt I shouldn't release it on Patreon. So the next day comes and goes, it's Tuesday now, and uh, I make an announcement on Patreon that I'm not going to release the episode, yada, yada, giving a whole explanation, okay? Well, Evan messages me and he says, I think you should release it. Now, Evan was the person who, if you listen to that, was most offended I was doing this on the air, and he was right, okay? And I was suspicious as to why Evan was so pushing for me. If he was the one that was, why would you do this on the air? Why was he pushing for me to release? And I still don't even know the real answer to that, right? And I go, well, I'll ask Jordan and see what George says. I asked Jordan. George says, I'm okay with it. So I release it. Now, here's the deal. Usually I work from home. But now that we have these uh, prep classes running, I had to be gone for the bulk of the middle of the day, you know, from like 9 a.m. to about 3 p.m. With classes. So i schedule scheduled to be released at noon, and then I go about my day. Well, at noon, I start getting all these emails, because anytime someone leaves a comment, I get an email from Patreon of people just coming for me on Patreon, who are so upset, so offended, can't believe I released this, yada yada, and I am freaking out. I'm so angry, I'm so hurt, I'm so upset, I'm so in my feelings, that... This is in the middle of classes, so I'm actually off at this point. It's like lunchtime, basically, my lunch. And so right before I walk into class, I'm so upset. I message. thank God I did because people might say I'm lying or, or crazy. I message both Sweet Michael and Evan. I message Sweet Michael like, you know, I'm really upset about these Patreon uh, comments. Uh, I can't believe they've betrayed me like this, yada, yada, yada. I'm so hurt. I go, I, you know what? Maybe I'll just end Afterthought Media. I'm done with Afterthought Media. I don't want to go through this anymore, yada, yada, yada. That's what I – Tech sweet Michael. Evan, I write, fuck this, I'm ending everything. Okay? And, or something, Taylor might know the exact language because he got the screenshot. <laughs> right? But I go, fuck this, I'm ending everything. And then I turn my phone into airplane mode and i go into class one because i just didn't want to deal with texting the whole time but two i knew that while i was teaching class i would be distracted going are there more emails are there more emails are there more emails and i would want to go look at the emails and almost like touching a, 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 a painful tooth i would want to keep looking at it and be distracted yeah. and not giving the kids 100% so i put
1: you it in the airplane the mode. you realize the mistake in this though right <laughs> yes
2: yes <laughs> Okay. Good. so i put it now i do i put okay, it in now he does mode. yeah yeah <laughs> i put it in the airplane mode and don't think another thing about it right yeah so teach the class and then and, and often can happen with airplane mode i forgot that i put in airplane mode i leave where i go no new messages and i'm driving home and i'm you know i download my podcast into my phone so i don't notice a difference you know pod is my co-pilot is downloaded on my phone yeah. okay uh and so i'm listening to pod in my co-pilot or whatever podcast i'm listening to and then i'm all like you know what I'm hungry. I didn't eat lunch at lunch. I bitched about this at lunch. So I go, I'm going to go to McDonald's. (laughs) I'm going to eat, right? Well, I use the McDonald's app, okay, (laughs) Uh So
1: to get my deals, right? McDonald's. (laughs) Yes? Oh, sorry. I hit mute. McDonald's, saving your life again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. So when when I turn on the mcdonald's
2: app i have to i go oh wait a minute it says i'm in airplane mode So i turn off airplane mode and it's like ding 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 ding, ding, ding. right like i like i just won like a slot machine in las vegas okay yeah i'm like holy fucking shit and one of them is from taylor and it says something along like can you please call me are you okay and i'm like what is going on so i do some investigation i go oh fuck so i do call taylor good right i go look i'm everything oh did i text you
3: you sent me a text message.
2: Oh, oh okay. Sent him a text message. You're still ordering his egg McMuffin. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want him to hear me <laughs> ordering my three chicken sandwiches or whatever. Right. So, um, I send Taylor a text message, and I'm going through the text messages as I'm leaving and getting on the freeway, actually, from McDonald's. I get a phone call from my house, right? <gasps> oh, so I'm like, God. I'm like, hello, like I'm just like, whatever, you know. Yeah. And it's my mom going, "Are you okay?". And I go, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, God. Yeah. Your friend Lori is here and she's very concerned about you.
1: Oh, my and God. I was like,
2: oh, my God. I am go, 10 minutes from home. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. 10 minutes later, I show up to the house. And this is a, a sight for, I think every afterthought media person wishes they could see what I saw is Lori Roggenkamp in my living room yucking it up with Betty Batance. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I go, what are you doing here? And then Laurie tells me the whole story, which I'll tell you in a second. And I yeah. go, come up to the office, and this is where I am now. The office is where I do all uh, the. This is where the magic happens in podcasting. And I go, come up to the office, and she she goes up with me to the office. Okay, but before she does, my mom goes uh, first of all. I say one of my classic jokes to Laurie, right? I, and I don't remember what it was. Lori might remember. And then she goes, "Don't be mean to Laurie." She was a good friend and she came here to check how you were doing. She 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 found out and then she, I will I'll give Lori this. She's really good at the jokes in the situation my mom goes, once Lori found out, she just you know bolted over here immediately and Lori goes, Well, I did stop for gas. Right? so so to bring some levity to the situation, right? And then she goes. Well, either way, she's a really good friend, Joey. And you should never be mean to her. She's number one in my book. Yeah. And then she goes, "Can I get a hug, Lori?" Right? Oh, yeah. Fair. And so then they yeah. hug. Right, this giant monster hugging my mom. It was like the what's that? Yeah, anyway, like Shrek,
1: you know, something. So then it's like that Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, 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 like that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Or like with Gandalf and like the Hobbits. So then they hug. As everyone should know, people know this. Lori is like 6'2 or something like that, right? <laughs> well, to so, be
3: fair, she was also wearing a wizard hat at the time. So. Yeah, she
2: was wearing it within a big like walking cane and everything like that. <laughs> so then, um, so then they get, they hug, and then I go, come on, Lori, let's go to the office, and Lori goes, hold on. And then go, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I, th- at that moment, I really immediately thought, I wish I would sell me this. She goes, she asked my mom, she goes, can I give you my business card? <laughs> and my mom goes, uh, sure. And then Lori takes her wallet and hands my mom a business card. First of all, what business is she in? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the point is like, can I give Betty my number? So then we could be in contact if we ever have to be. I get yes, it. Yeah. So that my mom is, I, appreciate it. Then I don't need to jump my ass in my car and come over here next time. But
2: Mike Lawson, do you have business cards?
1: No. Well, I mean, yes, but they're, like, my office phone number. It's not my, like, personal business. Anyway. You know? Like, a work business card. What business
2: cards does Lori
1: have? (laughs) I I don't know. know.
2: Anyway. So, then we come upstairs. Now... Everyone should know. I've never released this, and I'll and, and and per Taylor's advice, I'll never release it. But I I do a basically, a, and this is where Taylor's going to really weigh in and and give his opinion on this because he and I have talked about this. I do a one hour and forty five minute. Essentially, I wouldn't call it therapy because there was no therapist. Almost like a group therapy session, or what would you call it, Taylor, when it's essentially two patients talking about their crazy shit to each peer other? Peer
3: therapy. Peer. <laughs> peer peer ther- mentoring. Yeah. Peer, peer yes. mentoring. Yes.
2: Peer mentoring. Peer therapy five no 15 minutes into it and i don't you can kind of hear it on the record maybe i should have pulled it but it's, it's really hard to hear i'm pouring my heart out Lori's pouring her heart, heart out and my parents are in the living room which is right next to the office and i just hear um well again it's the same thing it's going to be like the michael buble thing where i hear crazy talk i hear i hear them i hear them talking hold on i'm also trying to pull out here we go thank you very much so then i hear um I hear, like, Alexa! And by the way, I don't know why this came up to this day. I still don't know how they answer this. She goes, Alexa, play the Mighty Mouse theme. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you just hear.
0: Yeah, probably
3: a good reason.
0: Here I come to save the day. But
1: they wanted Laurie to have a theme. <laughs> or maybe your Lori- dad was doing his Andy Kaufman impersonation. Yeah, maybe
2: he was. Because and they did it multiple times. I will try and pull the audio where it happens and I'll release that on afterthought. But my Lawson, it's like literally you just, you hear me like me going like and then I was just I was just like, Imagine someone saying the most hurtful thing you hear, like Here I come
0: to save my day. <laughs>
2: and I'm like, Oh my god. I go, Lori, are you hearing this, Laurie? And she goes, Yeah. It's crazy. So we did this one hour, forty five minute session. Then uh, I go, okay, well, let's go outside. We hang out for a little bit after the session, and then I got a package from Amazon. It was bath bombs. No, it wasn't. <laughs> on on Prime Day, I went crazy and bought anything that usually I wouldn't buy, but I but I it, it was on sale on Prime Day, so I bought it. I don't know what you guys bought, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Nothing. Oh, you bought I'm nothing. Not
2: <laughs> uh, oh, pr- hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Here we go. <laughs> News My cousin Natalie tells me that my mom kept posting about Mighty Mouse on Facebook that day. Oh, wow! Um, I'll make sure to ask (laughs) Betty what that was all about. Anyway, um, (laughs) okay, I don't know what the obsession with Mighty Mouse was that day. So, anyway, um, so it's this big box comes like, oh, it's one of my Prime Day packages, right? And I'm sitting there with Lori, go, Lori, watch me open my presents in front of you. So, I open it, and this actually comes to an earlier conversation we were talking about. I had bought, bought myself a squatty potty, right? I've always wanted one, but I'm like, I'm not going to spend $30 on a stupid plastic stool, right? But I got it for like 15 or something, okay? Yeah. And Lori's eyeing this, and she's like, I've always wanted a squatty potty. <laughs> and I go, really? And she goes, yes. And I go, you know what, Lori? You were a good friend today. I'm going to give you the squatty potty. And oh, she goes, really? God. Honestly? And I go, yes. And she got so happy, you know. So I gave her the squatty potty. An hour later, two hours later, I get a text message from this Lori. I'm going to have to give you the squatty potty back. My aunt says I can't keep it.
1: Oh, What? Yeah. She doesn't want it in the
2: bathroom? Yeah, she doesn't want it in the bathroom because it's clunky and it looks weird, right? Here's my question to you.
1: You can use it. She didn't shit on it.
2: That's what I said. My point is, but why do I
1: have this sense of it's weird? Yeah. But all she does is put her feet on it, it goes up like, against the toilet. Well, I mean, like if you went to her bathroom, would you use it?
2: Yes, like, but would I would you feel be, weird it, using I would school? feel weird about it, but I would still do it I want to
1: try it. Yes. I would say okay, with- take it and it's brand new yeah, cleaner. Yeah. Like, yeah. get some cleaner spray it down if that bothers you and see if it bothers you and if it does just get yourself a new one and don't tell did, her
3: did she even use it or she did she when twice. she walked in or when apps she used it twice in two hours from the no, time no, that no, she no, no 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 <laughs> no <laughs>
0: Look, that's co- impossible. Yeah. She was
2: really scared. Sometimes when you, you know, after when you go after the, a scary moment like that,
3: um, it's, it's it was just good. an emotional release. Yeah.
2: Now, so, no, she, she in the in the time she still has it. I haven't gotten it from her. Okay, so here's what I'll say. I was very embarrassed that this happened because I was nowhere near committing suicide. And right. Lori told me after we got off the show, all the, she called pretty much everybody I know. Oddly, she should have called you, Mike, because you had my address. Because she was looking for my address. And she called Shannon. She called Mercedes. Mercedes gave her the address and my home phone number. She gave. She called Patrick Keene, my friend, who, by the way, Taylor, maybe tell me this is good advice. Patrick Keene did something I thought that was very smart. I had, you know, when I got all those text messages... All of mm-hmm. them said, you know, are you okay? What's going on? There's so many, right? Yeah. And, um, but Patrick Keene sent one to just said, like, I'm thinking of recommending McQueen for Jimmy Dora's podcast. What do you think? And at first I was just like, oh, what's this? Oh, he didn't know, right? So I just got like, I don't know. And this, I gave my two cents. And I kind of, I kind of feel that was his weird way is like. I'm not, I'm, I know everyone is doing this, so he yeah, might be really yeah. scared.
3: Yeah. That, that actually, when I have clients that, <clears throat> sorry, when I have clients that I'm doing sort of a suicide assessment mm-hmm. on, I will sometimes ask a question, like, "So what do you got going on the rest of the week? because i I record a podcast with them too, where we catch yeah, up, yeah. Uh-huh. And if they give me answers, they're like, "Oh, I got a doctor's appointment on Friday or something like that, or they'll mention something that they want to do in the future. I know that they're not as much of an immediate threat to themselves because they're they're focusing on future events. Mm-hmm. They at so, least have
1: plans, so they're yes, not- it's
3: not. Completely you know, it,
1: committed to committing suicide.
3: Yeah. If it's something something where I said, what do you got going the rest of the week? You're like, well, I won't be here. Then I have to fill out an extra form for that. Yeah, but yeah. usually it's just if they say something, that's kind of – that is a safe way. Because if you ask somebody that's suicidal, do you have any plans on harm yet? Most people are going to say no. Yeah, if right. They're, if they're if they're really intending
2: to, so yeah. yeah, and I think Patrick was really smart for doing that. But it is one of these things where I had to call every single person and say, and of course, yeah. to them, they don't understand the whole afterthought world and podcasting right, and my right. craziness. And so, like right. Melissa McQueen was like, I told her, and she goes, "Oh, cool guy, oh, cool buddy, I'm so glad everything's okay." Uh, but if you ever need someone to talk to, Winky Face, I was like, uh you know, they but it's so so my my opinion is I'm embarrassed, but it is sort of good to know that if I ever do get to that place or if I am in trouble, A never tell Evan. But two, um <laughs> that there are people who care about me and that, course, that that's yeah. a very nice thing to know. But that, that was that wasn't my intent. That really was a very, very terrible job miscommunication. I completely understand where Evan would get that. I do not hold him responsible. He did the right thing. Yeah. And um, even Shannon, because Shannon and Mercedes talked, and Shannon was like, well, I just talked to him today, and he was making plans for the weekend, and Mercedes said, I just saw him yesterday. He was completely fine. But they were yeah. both like, you still have to check. You don't want to be the guy where it doesn't, well, yeah. well, I could have How said How many something. stories
1: have we heard where it was like, we thought he was fine, and then mm-hmm. he wasn't, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
2: So they did the right thing, and it caused, you know, it scared the shit out of my parents. And apparently Lori, since she used the squatty potty twice in two hours, <laughs> but uh but yeah, and so it's it's better to do that but I am embarrassed that people were asked to do yeah, that yeah, and, yeah. and
1: and that the, that the alarm was raised. It, it is kind of embarrassing. So, well, it's also but, a weird realization cuz like a lot of your friends were like, yeah, that's possible. <laughs> 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 well, I'll be honest. You know, before I was on, on medication,
2: I think it was possible. And That's the sad sure. thing. Is, yeah, and so it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good to have that. So, Michael, what's your take, first of all, and then we'll go to the mental health professional. Well,
1: I'm glad life. that you're doing okay. I understand everything that happened. I actually had a weird one where my mom texted me. I think it was just me. And she was like, Hav- I'm having trouble breathing. And that was the end of the text. And I texted <laughs> yeah. back and I was like, oh, like allergies or something more serious? Silence. Uh, and God. then I called. Si- and then she didn't pick up. And I was like, wait a minute. It's like, was that her telling me like she can't breathe? Mm-hmm. So I text my sister and I was like, should we be worried about this? And my sister was kind of freaking out. We called dad who's at church and he's like, hey, you know what? I'll go home early. Mm-hmm. And she's taking a nap. And she's like, yeah, just having allergies, trouble breathing. Oh, no. And, like, mm-hmm. didn't really mean kind of to express the the freak out or make us freak out the way that your friends have freaked out. I'm k- kind of, in a weird way, glad that I didn't get reached out to and I wasn't part of all that. So I just kind of get the story in at the end of it. And I could kind of give my opinion about but that. What does that I mean, say about
2: Lori's opinion of you when she's on this network? She knows we do a show
1: together that we've been friends for over 15 years. How would she we- get in touch with me, though? I mean, we're not connected anywhere. How did she I mean,
2: contact? She, she she contacted my brother, a cousin, Roxanne. She's not connected <laughs> with any of them. Has she had contact with them ever? No. no. Facebook. She went on Facebook, but she go to Facebook. Mike Lawson. She was like,
1: mm. How many? Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. So uh, anyway, so my, so Taylor, what's your now? Taylor, you have a take too about that one hour, forty five minute uh, peer peer therapy session that I had.
3: I, okay, well, I said, you talked about whether or not you were going to release it, and I suggested that you didn't, mm-hmm. because I felt as though, one, you're kind of, you are you are the name, you are the figure for Afterthought Media, and I all I know is I get a text message from Evan saying, with the screenshot of the, of the conversation, and that he can't get a hold of you, I'm sending you text messages they're not going through because they're in a play mode, I'm giving you a phone call, so... I yeah. said to him, he must have his phone on silent or he must have turned his phone off, that sort of thing. And then I'm the one that actually suggested he contact Lori. Mm-hmm. So Lori's kind of my fault <laughs> in some ways. I think he, it's smart, though. Like yeah, somebody who's yeah. kind of helped. Yeah, because, I mean, Evan and I are on the East Coast, so there isn't anything we could do. I don't know your home number or anything of that sort. So it just – It makes it was... me think
2: I should share it with people, though, now. With the right people. Yeah, with the right people. And Anybody that's kind of part two of this. who wants it, just email me at jobatants at gmail.com and I'll send you <laughs> all my contact info. Why don't you just say it? Just follow. say
1: it out loud here.
2: <laughs> so I think that you – in doing that though,
3: I mean – so I kind of go on with my night. I said apparently – he said Lori's on her way over. I said okay. And then I get a message from – uh, listener of the show and and a listener of both of our shows, Brady, who says Joe's having a meltdown on the air right now. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of went, okay. So i I went and I listened to. I was listening to her on the phone while I was working on some stuff for Pride Forty Eight, and which was stressing me out. That was way, something that was stressing way, me out for completely different reasons. By
2: the way, if I yeah. ever asked Taylor to do work for Afterthought Media, he would just laugh in my face.
3: Go ahead. Taylor. <laughs> And uh, just listening to it, all I kept thinking is he's telling everybody how the sausage is made. And this isn't necessarily,
1: mm-hmm.
3: I think, I think long-term, it's not a good idea. Cause you, cause it's points you reference it as, well, this is good. You know, you and I privately talked about, well, it was a good episode. I'm like, this is your life. This isn't, I get that we all talk about it's a personal journal thing and we talk about our lives, but it felt like it had kind of stepped a line over for that. Like you, there were times that, in the especially in the first part that I listened to, you did not sound as in control as I know you to be, and it was it was scary as a friend to hear you at that point. Like I was, I, you know, I wasn't like worried. Like I thought, all of a sudden you're going to hear Louie go, "No, put the gun down," and then a gunshot. And then
2: it wasn't anything like that, <laughs> but there was kind of like times where I'm just like, "That was with Mike mm-hmm. Lawson." Be the op, I'd Be like, Mike, put the gun down. <laughs>
1: No, uh, I would be like, Joe, don't do it. And then in the background, you <laughs> let, me, let me let <laughs> <laughs> yeah. me.
3: Um, I just I, that's why I said, I don't know that you should release it. I mean, ultimately, it's your show. It's you. You have the recording. Yeah. It's you're going to do what you want to do. But I think the important part that you kind of touched on briefly at the end is you talked about in the beginning part, you talked about how what Jorge said affected you. And now you're talking about how you have all of these text messages and people sending you well wishes and people wanting you to check on them and stuff. Again, what I said, the Dr. Seuss quote, those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. All of those people that were checking in on you, those are the people whose opinions matter and those are the people that love you. And I know Jorge cares about you too, but I mean, that's the the stuff that I would hope as your friend, you would focus on recognizing that there are all these people that genuinely care about you and want you to be well and want you to succeed and want to be there to support
2: you. I appreciate that. Like I, I, I disagree with you on the reasons for not releasing it. I'm never gonna release it, but not because of, I actually think it's an important document. But I have it, I own it, and I always have it. But um but it's one of these things where I just want this thing this matter to be behind us. I wanna document it here and catching up because now I see catching up at the personal journal and this is the record yeah. of what happened. But mm-hmm. in terms of the, the the session I did with Lori, uh, it's just if I released it now it'd be like like furthering the whole thing. And to me it's it's a done deal and this is just this this is the nail in the coffin of that story. I want to move forward. So, that's why I would never release it. But All right. I would, and I would disagree with you just because I feel Afterthought and even though it goes against everything I want for Afterthought cuz I eventually want Afterthought to to exist beyond the um the uh, four walls of Betty's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but i also meant just in terms i don't want to be the joe show because then there's no yeah. way i could be on every show however um i do think it is about who i am as a complete person because the other thing you run into is that i only present myself as a perfect person then if anybody i don't know why anybody would but if anybody looks up to me they would think they might think oh there's actually uh, this i think it's, i can't i might pronounce this wrong i don't know if it's hagiography or hagiography it's a big controversy with historians because it's like do you present the complete picture of let's say mlk do you do you do like his warts and all right or mm-hmm. do you do this sort of sanitized version because who he is at, who he represents is more yeah. important than the actual truth of that he was fucking so, anything that walked
3: okay well i have questions yeah one
2: yes i am okay
3: do you think yeah. people think of you like Martin Luther King? Yeah. <laughs> because that's a whole other conversation we have to have. Yeah. Two, when at any point do you think that people look up to you and think of you, not look, I don't let think, me rephrase I don't, think, I don't think people look, look up to me. Look at you as a perfect person. When you constantly refer to yourself right. with derogatory terms, you've had extensive conversations on multiple podcasts about struggling with struggling with anxiety and depression and relationship issues and all of the other stuff that goes on fighting with your parents, everything that goes on. We already know that you're not a perfect person. Anybody who has been paying attention to you knows you're not a perfect person. You have revealed yourself warts and all Mm -hmm. over the last...
1: Yeah. yeah things go I ahead to jump on that is like edit right like when you when i watch a tv show 24 i never see them eat or use the bathroom because that's not part of the story i'm that they're necessarily trying to tell and you don't have to tell every part of your story of suffering with every single thing but like mm-hmm. give us the milestones and don't show us you know you don't have to show us every piece of it that's all yeah, yeah but if you
2: think about and the show at- big brother big brother there's you know a th- how many times big brother come on during the week
1: Three times they edit a lot of content. Yeah, but, added, then, but but hold right? on. A man, lot could,
2: of hold on, but couldn't you pay x number of dollars per month and see everything that goes on in the house?
1: Yeah, some crazy yeah. do want to see them use the bathroom 5 times a day instead of just the one time they put on air, but I know they go to the bathroom because they showed me once, you know.
2: All right. Well, look. That's one. <laughs> look, I I I respect both of your opinions. Mike is Mike is the one that got me into podcasting. So if you guys are mad at me being a podcaster, blame Mike Lawson. And um, Taylor does another show with me sometimes.
1: <laughs> We're getting long. What Do you want to wrap this up and then do some after breakfast tea? What do you got yeah, going yeah, yeah, on yeah, next yeah. week? Let, let,
2: let's wrap this up. So what do you got going on next week, Taylor Latte Boy? Uh, finishing up
3: stuff that I got to do to my house and building more crystal palaces for my husband's <laughs> Disney figurines.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm going to see Leslie Odom Jr. tonight. Do you guys mm-hmm. know who he is? Isn't he from Hamilton. He was in the original cast of Hamilton. He was in Smash, the TV show Smash. Um, he's doing like a one-man show with the SF Symphony. Not one-man show. What's it called? Concert. concert. A concert. <laughs> so I'm going to that. Um, and then this roommate of mine is leaving tomorrow. Oh, must be so excited. So soon. Uh, you know, I wish you could stay forever. That's yeah, what great, I told her. And then she's like, I could. And I was like, that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um. Put the gun down, Mike. And then, uh,
2: <laughs> you know. Mike me, becomes the
1: Dorian Corey of yeah, podcasts. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> I grab her phone and text people, I'm just going to end it all. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then you do, but you meant her life.
2: Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, what do you got I, going on, Joey? Yeah, I'm going to see, supposedly I see my friend Buck today, but I'm also definitely for sure seeing friend of the show, Adam Vaught. And. Uh, also another person not reached out to by Lori, and he's like my best friend. And um, then I'm going to during the week. Then it's just work. I don't have anything super. Oh, I am. But that's next Sunday after catching up. So nevermind.
1: Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, nice catching up with you, Joey and really nice talking to you, Taylor. And yeah, Taylor, it was great. this was a, thank you. This was a lot
2: of fun. Taylor, where can everybody find this? Um, Pod is my co-pilot at Pod is my right. Very good. Well, go to hell, Taylor. Go to hell, Mike.